Welcome back to this uh, social disturbance that we call Cinematic Anarchy. I am Chris, and with me today I have uh, Mr. Maestro, Omar. Welcome to the disruption. <laughs> and Miss B. Hello, hello. And uh, we are still doing the social distancing thing, keeping each other at arm's length. We're in three separate towns uh, trying to do this recording today. And uh, we are going to go ahead and discuss a fabulously horrible movie, Clownado. Fabulous. That is <laughs> an accurate use of the word. <laughs> fabulously horrible. <laughs> Bad. Bad. You're being nice. I wouldn't even give it that much. Uh, You're being nice. Okay. So my feelings on this movie is it's basically like if you took late night Skinamax, mixed it with Sharknado, and took out most of the nudity and yeah. all the charisma, <laughs> especially charisma. <laughs> like this might be bearable if there was some like witty banter or something, but it was just it was bad all the way through. Most of the witty banter happened between the uh, the main clown and uh, his girl. And that wasn't even witty. It was like weird no, it wasn't. 1950s noir slang. It, it felt like they were trying to be exactly that, but like a ripoff of Harley and Joker. Yep. Yep, I, I really <laughs> do get that feeling. Uh, and, and definitely, definitely ripoff. <laughs> so that movie, especially like the, you know, when you search the movie, you hit like the little poster from the movie. Yeah, I. So my thought was, well, I think the special effects are gonna be cool from the looks of it. But then is, it ended up like, if, if clickbait was a movie, I if they I, ever make clickbait the movie. <laughs> it should be a picture just like that because it looked like the, the special effects were going to be crazy good. And then, as soon as it went in, the minute I heard that guy say toots, when he caught her with the other guy, I knew it was going to be a horrible movie. <laughs> I really feel toots. like uh, they should have done something else with the poster art for this movie because the poster yeah. has nothing to do with the movie. I'm saying the poster looked nice. I liked the poster. I thought Probably it was, the only good thing about that movie is that poster. I thought it was going to yeah. be like killer clowns from outer space. Bad. That's what I felt. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> the uh, even the makeup that they put on these clowns, like it looks like they put no effort into it. Oh my god. Let me tell you, her foundation was driving... Uh, this girl, what's her fucking name? Um, Savannah? Savannah? Her fucking makeup was driving me insane. Her foundation was too light for her skin, and it was cakey and gross, and she looked oily the entire fucking time. She wasn't <laughs> Yeah, no, no, and, and the, the level of acting... Like, there are... There, there are products to make you look less oily. Have you seen any of the late night, like, HBO, Skinamax kind of movies ever? No, because oh. I haven't had cables since I was a child. 
oh yeah, then it's probably good that you hadn't actually seen them as a child. Uh, <laughs> this is, okay, this is like the level of acting that I felt this movie had. It was late night Skidamax acting. These people that are, they don't want to get into hardcore porn, so they decide to do softcore porn, except for this was just sort of softcore gore. Yeah. It was it was that bad. The acting was just lifeless. Wasn't was I, am I the only one who thinks they got some desserts like cakes and things of that nature to make it look like they were chopping up a body? <laughs> I feel like they had access to a slaughterhouse. <laughs> it looked like they, they got like some desserts, some raspberry jelly for that fucking blood, let me tell you. And I'm, yeah, that's that's what that looked like. They got some desserts, some 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 filling, some stuff so with filling, and they, they could have at least like you can you can bulk order fake blood, and it would look more real than what they did. Is that expensive? No, it's literally not that expensive. Like for Halloween what, makeup my, and stuff, my, they uh, sell that like that. My teacher gets like gallons of this shit for like twenty bucks. I, uh... So they couldn't really get that. I had inadvertently laughed during the wishboning of Flo. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't help but thinking that they gave them the budget money and they spent most of it in crystal meth before starting to make the movie so they yeah. didn't have oh, enough money oh, for yeah. the stuff that they needed. Are you kidding me? Fucking this guy? What the, 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 the main clown with wars is fucking thing. I have it up here, and... Super swing okay. over the makeup, too. Go ahead. <laughs> da -da -da, my computer's being lame. You had all the information oh. up, and it just went away, right? Doesn't want to, Your computer does not want to talk about Clownado as much as we don't want to talk about it. I, don't, like, I don't think they hired anybody okay, that Big knew Roddy, about Big Roddy was just fucking painful to watch. And the presenter so, guy, so the fat the that was presenting. The female clown? Which I is fucking terrible. I think the fat clown was probably the best of the clowns. He didn't talk. That no, clown I'm saying the female clown was terrible. That's my, that might be the reason why he was the best clown. <laughs> what about the little scooter midget clown? <laughs> they had... They had this assortment of clowns was off. I think, okay, I got I gotta ask. I mean, of all the characters, I know they were all bad, but did you have a favorite? Elvis. Elvis was the man. That That's the only one that I can pick out, Elvis. Black <laughs> Elvis was the best one, the best actor of the bunch. <laughs> it, it, with a better script, Elvis could have saved that movie. Absolutely. <laughs> right. A brother can enjoy a little Elvis around here. No, no. I mean, definitely Elvis was definitely the best of the bunch. I, I can't really, I really can't condone the act. The horrible. There was no, there was no chemistry between any of the actors. Like they didn't seem to all want to be in the same room together. Everybody was doing their yeah. own thing. And then my second, my second favorite character of that movie was that stripper two front teeth. The what? Was it fun? The stripper's two front teeth. <laughs> Did you notice that? 
Uh, no, I didn't. I wasn't paying any particular attention to her two front teeth. Oh, that that was that was my favorite, my second favorite card, character. She looked like the tricks, the tricks rabbit. Tricks are just for kids. <laughs> the uh, the names of the clowns were a little weird. Chuckles. Yeah, chuckles. The uh, the the one on the scooter was Shrinky Dink. Boppo, Wizzo, Satchel. And then, of course, the atypical witch character was... Autumn. Autumn Moonspell. Uh, like something out of a, a Dungeons & Dragons game. Yeah. <laughs> that wish we she could be one of our co-workers, Chris. Uh, no. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. The names have no creativity to them. The acting had no chemistry and no communication. It was just bad all around. Well, the thing is Everything. that I, I felt like, it looked like he was copied and pasted. I felt like anybody that interacted with Black Elvis was actually brought up a level. Absolutely. But nobody else had any chemistry. I don't know why that was. Why it was the he was the only guy that seemed to have any chemistry with anybody the entire movie. Yeah, but Black Elvis was dope, and and with a better script, Black Elvis could have saved the movie. And there was some um, mild racism in the movie. Oh yeah, all kinds. You got a lot of balls coming around here, looking like that. Yeah, <laughs> you got a, you got. He said you have a huge set of marbles. This is the white trashiest movie ever. Yeah, it it, it doesn't get much white trashier than that. Uh I think affirmative it's, it's action. Like, May have been the only reason he got that role. My boyfriend last night was like, this is like some shit out of, like, Haverhill. Yep. I felt like they grabbed this guy and did Black Elvis just so they could be mildly racist, but also try to make it so they weren't whitewashing the entire movie. Yeah. No, but... But they took every chance that, that, like, they could find to acknowledge, hey, it's Black Elvis. Yeah. Yeah, I I feel I feel that that was not a few. Uh, I think the attempt was have your token black guy to poke jokes at his blackness or lack of whiteness thereof. It's like it's like every chance that they got to talk to him, they were just sort of like. I think they were just trying to get some Trump supporting viewership with that part there. I think we missed. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I think we missed some Fredo commentary there. What was that? Oh, he he's, he thinks it's hilarious how they got like the only black guy to play a white guy. <laughs> uh, yeah. True. And like every interaction with Black Elvis was just literally, hey, you know you're black, right? Do you know you're black? You're a black guy trying to play a white guy. You're short. You should yeah, understand like, that, right? Yeah, the entire right? movie, they're like, hey, Elvis, get your black ass over here. Hey, Black Elvis. Hey, Black Elvis. Like, shit. We get it. We get it. He's black. He's trying to play Elvis. Move on. We're done. We have eyes. <laughs> uh Okay, who was by far, who do you feel was by far the worst actor in the movie? Other than Black Elvis? Savannah. Everybody. You felt Savannah, yeah, Savannah was, the, was the worst was actress in the movie? Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Savannah was like really, really painfully bad. But it's it might be a tie between her and Big Ronnie. 
I felt that our co-pilot in the movie, the the uh, guy, I guess he plays Chris Rice, Jeremy Todd. He was the dude with the uh, Dalek T-shirt on the entire yes. movie. Who just, oh, I I, I didn't understand why the he was in the movie. random redneck with hero complex. Yeah, the guy that uh, whose uh, uncle had the ice cream parlor with the liquid nitrogen. Yeah. Ah. Uh, that that's he wasn't the redneck guy, the one with the cut off sleeves. He was the one with the Dalek t shirt on. Okay, yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Sort of like the, I guess it was <laughs> the movies. Uh, what do they call them? Uh, oh God, what do they call them? The fanboy. Mm-hmm. Listen, I I I there was little things, tidbits, and moments that I missed. Because after five minutes watching, I couldn't really just watch that, sit through that without doing something else at the same time. Yeah, no, I was in the middle of building on Sims. I had to take this thing down in three parts. I watched the rest of it this morning while I was waiting for everybody to hop on. Literally, if anybody decided to hop on at 10 o'clock this morning and we got this thing done, I would have missed the last half hour to 45 minutes of the movie. (laughs) <laughs> I would have hung oh, on like yeah, I only no, got to the part. I watched it this morning too. I was afraid to watch it until I saw the poster. And then when I when I started the movie, I knew I was afraid to watch it before. So like last night, I I watched it all at once, and I, I sat through it. I I just I got it over with, and like an hour into the movie. Me and Fredo are both like, this is the cringiest fucking shit ever. How much longer do we have to sit through this? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was another 40 fucking minutes. It felt like it took forever to get through. Why did they put that shit on for two hours? They could have cut out. I, I, feel, I feel like the dialogue was like very overplayed. That, uh, all the- that movie did not deserve two hours of my life. Yeah, that's, that's, that's an hour and 40 minutes none of us is ever going to get back. I mean, I'm glad you put it in that uh, Joker and Harley Quinn perspective for me, because I really wasn't thinking that way initially. But now that you say no, it, yeah, it's like, definitely a ripoff. Uh, fucking towards the end, where he was like, oh, you can't kill me, doll face, or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're always, always going to be in love with me, and she's trying to be all this whole fucking independent Harley Quinn character, and it's just cringy. What was that meat thing that she did with her arm? You didn't see that? I like, know what you're talking about. I I don't remember. Like, like with, she, the, with uh, Satchel, right? When she fucking like, went over and killed these the, the clown? Yeah. And she kind of just like shoved her arm, and it turned into some fucking monster arm shit it looked like going into these people's stomach it looked like she stuck like barbecue uh, barbecue tools to her arm that's what it looked like like she she had like bar like a stump and just jammed barbecue tools into it and decided that's what i'm going to use as a weapon now i wouldn't fucking doubt it because they couldn't afford the money to do the ash uh chainsaw arm (laughs) do you do you guys remember that that grindhouse movie where and this just remind me, reminded me of that. That Grindhouse movie where the girl's leg was a gun. Oh, yes. Oh uh, Planet uh, Terror. Planet Terror. That was, uh, uh, God damn, what is her name? Um, Megan Fox. Huh? 
Megan Fox? No, that wasn't Megan Fox. It wasn't? Uh, it's the, the girl she was in Charmed. Jawbreaker. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I know who you're talking about. I don't remember If my name. fucking mouse pad would work. My lady is going to be pissed off at me that I forget this girl's name. <laughs> but I haven't seen enough of her lately for, to, for it really to sink in. Yeah, she should have been more memorable. It's that girl's fault. I almost, I almost said Rosario Dawson, but that's not. Alyssa Milano? No, 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 no. Uh, no. The, the, I think it was like the the, uh, the least pretty. No, not the least pretty one. Like the one that's in the middle. No, no, no. That no, is no. in between Alyssa Rose Milano McGowan. and the other one in the scale of pretty. Rose McGowan. Rose McGowan. Yes. That was who it was. Yeah. It was like a... This sort of revamped her career a little bit because she fell off for a bit. She had a lot of, like, bit roles that she had done in different things. She had, like, a bit role in um, Biodome, and then she also did that movie Jawbreaker, and then she kind of came back, and she had a part in both of those movies. It revamped her career? Did it, though? Yeah, well, she she had a pretty decent career after that until she kind of dropped off, uh, which she blames heavily on the whole Harvey Weinstein thing. Uh, she said that Harvey Weinstein blacklisted her after she wouldn't kind of do stuff with him. Yeah, she wouldn't. She was one of the first ones that was calling she out for him. And nobody believed her. And then finally the, the shit hit the fan for him and her story seemed more believable. Oh, God. I remember. I, I remember. Uh, you remember when the beginning, when I, when it was only like a few women that came out with that. There were people that didn't believe any of them. A oh, lot yeah. of people. And that's what fucking people have to deal with when they're trying to come forward. Every single time they're trying to come forward about like any kind of Me Too movement kind of shit, coming forward about sexual harassment or assault or anything. Fucking, there's always going to be people who are like. No, you're just doing this for attention. Yeah, you know, the problem is also that it's not just those people that are like, hey, you know, no, you're just doing this for attention. But there's also people no, it's that the people who actually do it for attention. Do do it for attention, yeah. And sort of fuck other people over that are actually going through that shit. Exactly. It's like you're skewing public belief in, in, in something that's very, very serious. I don't know how these people can live with themselves doing that fucking shit. I can tell you something. Uh, a lot of these people get away with doing these things until they they anger somebody powerful. Because at, there's no way Harvey Weinstein got away with all that through all that time without somebody protecting him a little bit at least and then all of a sudden he's in the he's in the in the hot seat well i mean he had the money to be protected you know the problem is yeah. that um money at a certain point a certain level puts you above the law because you can pay your way what? out of situations until you anger somebody more powerful than you well, in Harvey Weinstein's case, it didn't have to do with that. It wasn't more. It wasn't so much angering somebody more powerful than you. It was just an overwhelming amount of people coming out and saying, "I had enough of this shit." And, That's exactly what it was. You know, some people use that movement for the wrong reasons. You know, 
but whatever. We are where we are. That, with is, the whole that thing. is a big part of the problem. There's always going to be people using some kind of sentimental movements to force their own agenda. Look at Trump with the fucking children's cancer charity. Yeah. yeah. We I just a- thought of something, guys. <laughs> I, I I usually judge these movies, and I and I usually do this internally. Like probably some of our listeners would think of that. They judge the movie on how bad it is, on how long we talk about the movie, then we go into another topic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we lasted about 17 minutes uh, talking about this movie, which was actually far longer than I thought we were going to, but there was so much bad about it that we had to vent. <laughs> Everything from the raspberry jelly blood to the, the stuff that looked like red mucus to... I don't know. It just... Uh, it looked like kids playing with slime. It really did. Uh, it looked like they got a hold of uh, chitlins. <laughs> you know what chitlins yeah. are, don't you? No. What? I think I think I, I told you what I thought. I think they gave them the budget money, and before they even started filming, they had a trailer park kegger with free meth. <laughs> Yeah, it's entirely possible. I think that cop was dead on talking about everybody being on meth. Yeah. I don't know if they did this on purpose to make it look all repulsive, but I was very off-put by all the sweat over the the clown makeup thing. I was... That that looked just horrible. Embarrassing. I was primarily and I, upset. And I don't get grossed out easily. I don't. That grossed me out more than the so-called gore they try to play out cutting yeah. up the search. I was primarily upset because of the fact that the clown makeup that was on the poster, the, the job that they did with the poster was far better than anything that was in the movie. You know, it was literally just bad clown makeup. And you got the feeling from the poster that you were going to get something that was at least watchable you know maybe killjoy level clown what yeah, was no. it 2017 uh no i think this one was actually fairly recent if i'm not mistaken like within the last year or so uh i don't remember i don't remember seeing yeah. the year it was 2019 i was expecting wow. a bad movie with with pretty dope special effects no, what we what we ended up getting was uh, something that was just like I said. It, it's like if you if you took uh, late night Skinamax uh, kind of uh, production values and decided to make a horror movie with it. It was not good. I regret watching this sober, guys. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, let's just stop. We don't even have to need to add the word sober on the end there. I regret watching this. <laughs> I would I would have sat through it if I was a little toasty. Probably, it was. I would still hated it, but oh no! You need like a full bottle of vodka to get through that movie. Yeah, that, that that's this that is bad. Clownado, why would you do that? Okay, first of all, you're talking to a guy that loves bad movies. So for me to say that I hated this movie, yo, that's something. The other thing that I'm trying to wrap my mind around. Do you know what kind of rating this got on IMDb? 
Do you know? 6.6. <laughs> yeah. I'm done. <laughs> Wait a minute. Who does the IMDb ratings? Is it the users? I believe, if I'm not mistaken, IMDb ratings are, are user ratings, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So out of 2,647 people rating this movie, the average was a 6.6. .6. 80% of them film. were Steven Seagal fans. <laughs> I, I'll probably. probably guess that most of the people that this was marketed to down in the South were the ones that rated it on IMDb. You want to bet? In, in the South, in the Midwest, you know, them, them cousin dater types. Guess what? I'm screwing up their curve a little bit. I went into IMDb seeing as I have an account and I rated it a 1. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> because I could not... I couldn't... I couldn't stomach it. Now, if you look at Rotten... No, that, that can't be fucking correct. Hold on a minute. Okay. I'll get an IMDb account if I can rate it negative points. Okay. So, I went into Rotten Tomatoes, and it says it's a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. I, I can't. I had to stumble back for a minute just because it's the audience score. Of 126 people. So for the audience, 93 people, or 93% of the people love this movie. Right? It has... Who the fuck are they advertising this movie to? I have no Let idea. Let me tell you this. It has no critic the only You have to understand this. The only reason why that has that rating is because people with half a brain wouldn't even give it the energy of going in there and rating it. People yeah. with half a brain wouldn't watch it. Yeah, we, we take a lot for the team on this podcast. <laughs> I don't I don't even know. Oh, here we go. I, I'm going to read this one out loud. Uh, so this guy says, uh, Truly terrible in every way. Not one redeeming feature. Now I'm a sucker for any film ending in Nato. But this was so appalling on so many levels that the Asylum Boys should uh, should sue. The script was non-existent, acting was so bad, and not even in a funny way. And the gore was just pointless. I'm a fan of anything with zombie in the title, too. Don't waste your time, even if you are a even if you are desperate. You'd have more fun. Disabling your Wi-Fi and playing that dumb jumping dinosaur game for, on Google Chrome. You will, you will literally be more entertained trying to hear your hair grow. <laughs> Did you just say you'd be more entertained trying to hear your hair grow? Yes. Yeah, that will be that. You will have a better time. Okay, because the second thought in my head was, I'm I'm gonna like just. Sit in this room quietly for a little bit and see if I can do that. Uh, can you hear your hair grow? No, I'm I'm, I'm being dumb right now. I'm just you. <laughs> you you'll have a better time. Just try it. I promise you. No, I don't think I'm going to sit around trying to listen to my hair grow, or watch the paint dry, or watch the grass grow. I'm good. Just drop a few tabs of acid. You'll be you'll have a good time. I promise. <laughs> listen. Right? If if I have to. If I have to watch this movie again, I would rather go to New York and lick on doorknobs. Uh, go find the toilet seats those people were licking. That yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Less life-threatening. 
Yeah, no, I'd rather do anything but watch this movie again. I don't have a witty... And we are hearing the sound of uh, Omar ripping into onion dip. I'm sorry. We can hear that loud and clear. I am so sorry, guys. (laughs) I should unmute it. I meant to mute it. He's lying. He's not actually sorry. Omar would rather eat crab dip than watch this movie again. Which he's going not to just right any now. crab dip, Cajun crab dip. Well, I rather I rather eat crab dip. After watching Ooh, this movie, a lot of things I after, really like this stuff. After <laughs> after watching this movie, I'm just picturing the stuff that people you know the dip that people stuff into their lips and chew. You know, they don't call it chewing tobacco; they call it they call it dip. I love to dip. I, I guess that's, that's going to be the most disgusting habit I could think of. I'm, I'm curious as to how it, how it became dip, though. Well, you know what? Fuck this. I'm done talking about the movie. Are you guys done talking about the movie? I guess you dip it in front of your gums I'm or something. With the movie. I don't know. Dip it into your gums? Is that what you're saying? I, I, that's the only thing, reason I could think they call it that. I'll have to look that up. I'm, I'll, I'll research that while we're going to... Uh, Going to our sponsors here for a minute. We're going to go to our sponsors, and we'll be right back with the second half of our podcast. And uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, ask a few more interesting questions. And there's some pretty fucking lewd ones in here, so I'm going to try to find some interesting ones to ask. Okay. (laughs) And we will be back. All right, and we're back from our sponsorship, station identification, all that bullshit, and uh, we are currently recovering from a uh, wonderful crotch shot of uh, Miss B's dog. Oh my god. (laughs) It was was all right. You think that I was not going to mention that? Yeah. Uh, Miss B laid down her camera for a moment to uh, take care of something, and the dog walked over it and practically butt-planted on the camera. So, that was... uh, After that... After that, I do both. When all this is over and we are no longer on punishment, we do this like this every once in a while. Are you getting set to color your hair again? I'm in the process. I was noticing much, much lighter hair. (laughs) Oh, God. All right. So I've got a, a handful of questions here. We've steered away from some of the more lewd ones to kind of concentrate on some of the more thought-provoking ones, which means eventually I'm just going to have a fistful of really perverted cards to read. Uh, (laughs) Because there are some fucked-up questions in this deck. Uh, We're dealing with uh, Barstool Sports' uh, game called Answer the Internet. Sounds like these podcasts. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to start with number one. We're going to start with Miss B. Uh, Okay. If you could make any two people fight... In a no rules cage match, who would you choose? Oh, hmm. If I could make any two people fight, I mean, besides the obvious Nancy Pelosi and Donald Trump. Right, right. We're, we're and this is a no rules cage match. What would be most entertaining to you? Donald Trump and Marky Mark. Marky Mark. Mark Wahlberg. Yes. yes. But it has to be the Marky Mark persona. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, probably... No, like some celebrity... Probably Donald Trump shit. and all the Wahlberg brothers. Donald Trump versus all of the Wahlberg brothers. Yeah. 
No, honestly, I would like to see Donald Trump versus Nancy Pelosi. As much as I'd like to put Donald Trump in a cage with somebody, I, I don't if find... If Nancy Pelosi has a machete, yes, I'm all for it. I don't think I would personally find any entertainment in that. You know? Yeah. It, it's... I don't want to see Donald Trump get his ass kicked. I would like to see him disappear. I mean, I don't want to spend any time on him at all. I don't want to see him. So, if I had to pick a fight, I like your Marky Mark idea. I like your Mark Wahlberg idea. I would take Mark Wahlberg and put him in the same cage as Terry Crews. Mark Wahlberg versus Terry Crews. Oh, what's this bitch's name? I want Donald Trump versus Terry Crews and Mark Wilbur. <laughs> everybody, everybody else just wants to see uh, Donald Trump get his ass handed to him. Hold up, hold up. I want to see. <laughs> Who do you want to see? Um, or uh, get a couple of Tony Collette. Okay, I want to see Tony Collette versus uh, Nicole Kidman in like as her character from Destroyer. Okay, okay. Which Tony like Collette character? What? Is that Tony Collette you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. Tony Collette as, like... I don't know, I kind of like her as her character from Hereditary because she's, like, manic. Yeah. I kind of like her uh, character from... Have you gotten to see any of uh, United States of Terror yet? Ah, uh, not yet. You're missing out. You really are. That that's uh, one of the few shows that, that like it made me fall in love with her as as an actress. Uh, she's she's good. So I give everything that she's in a fair shot now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or you know, I mean, uh, you know who I'd like to see in their prime, mind you, in their prime. Uh, two two uh, two fellas that have been in boxing movies. I'd like to see De Niro versus Louis Gossett Jr. Ooh. Yeah, that would That'd be, be interesting. You've, uh, did you ever watch Digstown? No, I I didn't. Uh, but With Louis, I, I Louis Gossett seen... Jr.? Yeah. I don't remember it, but I watched it way back when. What were you saying, Miss B? I want to see De Niro versus Joaquin Phoenix. So De Niro in his prime versus Joaquin Phoenix, or just De Niro now? De Niro in his prime versus jo- Joaquin in his prime. Well, he did Red and Bull. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. That would Red be and Bull, De Niro. Now, De Niro in his prime versus Joaquin Phoenix would be interesting. You know what I'd like to see? James Earl Jones versus Morgan Freeman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My son works. <laughs> the battle of the voiceover actors. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Next question. They need to bring back celebrity death. No, I want to see right. Mr. Rogers versus... Um, uh, Mr. Uh, Rogers versus... Who are you thinking? Bob Ross. Mr. Rogers versus Bob Ross. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we should just design a whole new celebrity death match right there. And to watch the way that serial face, he's an elbow. If you're making it a, a battle of the voiceover actors, though, you'd have to have you'd have to have James Earl Jones in his prime with with uh, Morgan Freeman, and then throw Samuel L. Jackson in there as well. 
Yeah. Because Sam Jackson's been doing a lot of voiceover work too lately. Have you guys like seen it's... his uh, children's book? Sam Jackson has a children's book? Go the fuck to sleep. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Look it up on YouTube. He like he does the vo- voiceover reading thing for it and everything. It's, it's fantastic. <laughs> it's a children's book and it's called Go the Fuck to Sleep. Go the fuck to sleep. Okay. Next question. Fuck, Mary kill. Italian food, Mexican food, Chinese food. Batal, Italian food, Mexican food, and Chinese food? Yep. Fuck, Mary kill. Eh. Fuck, Mexican food. Okay. Mary, Chinese, kill Italian, but in a good way. Huh. This is a so tough I like one, both I like, Italian and Chinese. I like all three of them, so that's that's a tough one for me. I I only eat certain Mexican food. There's some stuff I, Mexican. I, I I'd have to say, uh, fuck Chinese, marry Italian, kill Mexican food. I think I'm a. I think I'm about the same way. Just because I, I I I don't do Mexican food all that well. You know, I really can't. <laughs> well, that's a thought. I, I, I'm, I'm not like I don't a, know. I need to open my palate of food intake a little more to appreciate the Mexican food. I'm just not a spicy food guy. You know what I mean? I slowly like I've slowly been adding like little spicy things to my food, and like I'm not totally to the point where like I like hot sauce or things like that yet, but. Well, I love spicy food. There was, there is just some Mexican food I can't eat. I guess because I'm used to eating rice a certain way. Yeah. I don't like the way they make rice. I like and my a lot boyfriend's of mom makes rice. rice. Huh? I like my boyfriend's mom's rice. The way Mexicans but eat rice is different than, than... Yeah, exactly. But Caribbean, Hispanic people, and even Caribbean blacks, we make rice a certain way. Yeah, that you get like too used to it, like Cubans, Puerto Ricans, and Dominicans. We make rice basically the same way. Yeah, um, so it's hard for us to eat rice the way Mexicans make it, because I've seen them make it, and just seeing them make it makes me not like it. And then when I had it, <laughs> I didn't care for it. Yeah. Oh, sorry, any Mexicans listening, I, I, I love I, you I all, like but I really don't like your rice. <laughs> I don't like beans in my rice. That's another thing. That's it's, another it's thing not, with the it's beans. It's not the taste, it's the texture of beans. Isn't that more so, Spanish rice? So the way they make their beans is also another thing I don't really care for. Because we eat rice and beans pretty much a lot, but we make it a certain way. Yeah. So I cannot have... I like tacos. I could have some burritos without the mushed up beans. Uh, I could have certain things that I really like. I love tacos, but other than that, like yeah. most of the stuff, I really don't don't mess with. Okay, next question: Would you rather eat all of your food through a straw or have your food tossed into your mouth? I mean, I I have horrible hand-eye coordination and aim. So no, no, no you're someone throwing food in. into my mouth, I cannot catch food with my face. 
is whoever's doing the throwing has to aim. Yeah, no, I, I can't catch food with my face. It just... Because it sounds like a look. whole lot of liquids and compote to be eaten into a straw like the rest of my life. Yeah. Probably I mean, will have just I mean, lovely birds throwing food like, at like a turkey leg at my face trying to... No. no. <laughs> They're going to cut it up, you know, into into throwable, into the mouth into pieces. pieces. <laughs> yeah, throw it into the mouth size piece. Wouldn't throw so it. Talking like mashed potatoes at your face, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, Larry Bear. <laughs> one one corn kernel at a time. Or, or somebody like that. I would hope they wouldn't you throw know, it in Michael time. Jordan, Larry Bird, somebody that won't miss that shot. You know. And I will have my food thrown at me, thrown into my mouth, that just give it up. <laughs> I would hope they wouldn't throw an entire leg of mutton at your face. You know, that would no, no, no. Everything needs to be, you know, chopped up properly so I can... I feel like throwing it at your face, though, like having to catch it with your mouth, at least drinking with a straw, you're eliminating the possibility of accidentally choking on a fastball to the face. <laughs> you know? No, I don't want... <laughs> I don't want no Pedro Martinez throwing the food at me. It's somebody that is going to be smooth with. <laughs> Just like a layup, you know. Layup. Yeah, just a layup, and I just catch it. Just hire a, a Yao Ming or something to just kind of toss the food into your mouth. Yeah. Okay. Well, they said tossed into your mouth too. It could be an underhand throw, you know. You don't necessarily have to throw it overhand. Yeah, no. If somebody had to take a step back to throw it, I don't want that throw. Okay. Next question. If you could only watch one actor's movies for the rest of your life, who would it be? Ooh. Personally, mm. I already have an answer to this question, like ready-made. Gary Oldman. Ooh. That's good. Gary Oldman is amazing. That's a good one. Gary Oldman has been involved in so many fantastic movies. You know, everything from... Uh, you know, Leon the Professional on, uh, you know, he was in Lost in Space. He was in, uh, oh, what was that? Uh, the Fifth Element? You know, a lot yep. of great movies. True romance. I need to, I need to think of someone. Uh, and I don't know, everybody I think of. I want to say an actor that doesn't look like the same character in all of the movies. Because then I will get super tight. Yeah, Johnny Depp. Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. Um, I'm still leaning definitely towards not some proofs. <laughs> definitely not some proofs. No, Tell you that much. No. Tom Cruise is never anything but Tom Cruise in all of his Tom Cruise movies. <laughs> exactly. Tom Cruise only plays Tom Cruise. Oh, I kind of like Adam Sandler. Okay. Adam Sandler probably yeah, because they're gonna be funny movies, and his characters are has a little more variety to them. Yeah. Um. And thanks to Netflix, he does have quite a few movies now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Netflix is hooking him up. By the way, guys, there's a new Dave Chappelle special on Netflix. I know, I was watching it last what? night. No. I, I haven't, I just noticed this morning. Doug Jones. Doug Jones? Doug Jones, the Netflix monster Jones. from every monster movie. Ah, yes, okay, Doug Jones. <laughs> Gotta say his Absolutely. name. Doug Jones. That, that is my character. Okay. That, that's my person. All right. Next question. 
Would you rather be able to throw 105 miles per hour or dunk? Depends. Me, because of my height, I wouldn't have too much of a chance in basketball. No matter how good I dunk, they wouldn't consider me that way. So probably throw 105 miles an hour. I, there will be some money in it for me. Don't go bashing your height, dude. Spud Webb, Latrell Sprewell were both short men that could dunk a ball and play basketball damn well. Yeah, they had other skills, though. I mean, if I had one of those, like, springboard things, I could totally dunk. <laughs> I used to... We had a basketball hoop in my yard and my uh, yard attached to the garage, and I used to take this uh, picnic table we had, and we'd push it just a little bit close to it, and we'd run up the picnic table, jump off, and dunk. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you, I'm pretty decent at basketball. I played since I was little, but to be considered at a certain level, your skills have to be more than decent. Yeah. Let me tell you, your average basketball hoop that you screw into the side of your uh, garage is not meant for people to hang off of. We bent that thing to hell. <laughs> well, I don't hang from it. Uh, from those, I wouldn't hang, but I've, I've dunked on those. Like high, normal height. I could jump. Even now, I could jump. But I know I wouldn't have a chance like playing the NBA. and I wouldn't throw in 105 miles per hour. They will put me in a team that that's all I will have to do. I will be a closer and make millions and over millions. I would rather be able to throw a ball 105 miles per hour because I feel being able to throw something at 105 miles per hour would be perfect in the zombie apocalypse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That kind you of can throw I didn't know this is a would you rather situation. Yeah. <laughs> that you could throw probably a ball. If you have pretty good mechanics to just get it straight into in between their eyes. I would have no use for dunking. But a yeah, yeah. arm that I, could throw I, a... Go ahead. I, I would rather take throwing 105 miles an hour. Yeah. Because an arm that can throw 105 miles per hour, you could probably throw other shit at a decent speed, too. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought this was a, like, what could you do, not would you rather... Yeah, it's more of a you rather situation, yeah. Anybody that can throw a, a, a ball that fast can punch somebody to death. Okay, next would you rather question. Would you rather, by age 20, by age 20, be bald or... Sorry, my, my apologies, I'm reading this question wrong. Would you rather be bald by age 20 or 5'3 with a full head of hair? Bald. Now I'm 5'8", with, with, and I'm going bald. <laughs> I'd rather be bald. I can fucking buy wigs. Weaves are a thing. I mean, I don't look bad bald. I've shaved my head a couple of times before. My wife does not like it. That's why I have hair on my head. Yeah, I my, do my boyfriend doesn't like it when I shave my head. My head so. Now I'm shaving my head whenever I get the chance. And I don't mind. I like how it looks. And my height has never been a problem with my confidence. I'm short and bald, so... <laughs> yeah, he, he prefers my long hair, so we're, we're keeping it long for a little while. Let, let's be real for a second here, Omar. There's a difference between short and 5'3 short. There's, there's a big difference. Like, I think yeah. five, four, four, eleven. If I lost 5 inches and I was like 5'3, I'd be shorter than everybody in my house. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard enough to discipline a kid at my height, let alone 5'3. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've seen some very tough 5'3". Okay. 
Most contest Joe Pesci ever played, for example. <laughs> so here's a here's a, a nice question. It's a question for debate. If any time you wanted to eat an animal, you had to kill it yourself, would you still eat meat? Yes. If I want it, um, I'll do it again if I have to. If I want, what was the? I'm sorry. What was the question again? If, any, if you had to kill an animal to eat meat, would you keep eating meat? I've done it. I keep meat to a minimum for health reasons, but I have no problem killing an animal to eat. I could, I could raise an animal, give it a name, and be friends with it. And when it's time to, you know, when it's time for dinner, I kill it. I'm sorry, after, but it's your time now. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, I'm gonna be out there chewing on grass. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll I'm kill, gonna be entirely I'll honest. I, uh, I'll kill them. You couldn't do it. My problem is, is that like. Like, I can watch movies all day long. I can actually watch fucking open-heart surgery. I've, I've watched shit like that on TV. However, being involved in anything that requires blood, I am just squeamish as fucking hell. I really, <laughs> I'm horrible. So I'll, I'll be honest. I'll be out there uh, sucking on dandelions and chewing on uh, burdock. That's that's. I'd be a plant eater for the rest of my life. <laughs> what, the, what I wouldn't... Well, yeah, I would definitely, definitely... Wouldn't have a problem doing it. I try to keep meat to a minimum. That probably will save me from eating meat that frequent, which would be ideal for me. But yeah, every once in a while, it, what it takes is go out and kill an animal because I feel like some goat today. I will go and just grab it by the neck and zip. <laughs> or maybe I'd even uh, you know, go send my kids out. You guys, we, we need meat. Go go kill something. I could fish. Like, I might be able to eat fish. I don't mind the fishing part. I could do that. Yeah. You know? I went I went hunting with my uncle, Randy, back when I was a kid, so I'm, I'm good. I Like, I can do that. Yeah, I, I could fish. I could go in and find eggs, you know, but other than that, I mean, I'm, I'm not killing those animals myself. I, I love animals too much. Yeah. Which is, is, a, is weird to say, because I don't mind getting the meat from the market. I just don't want to do it myself. Uh, okay. Have you ever been to a slaughterhouse, Chris? Yes. I went to an agricultural school. Of course I have. Yeah. So you've seen those happen, right? Yes. <laughs> but I, I spent all my time with the animals at that school. Pretty much all my time was there taking care of the animals and learning how to care for them. And we really didn't get involved in the whole uh, food-making process of having those animals. So I had already moved on to the ornamental uh, horticulture portion of that school before all that shit hit the fan. So all, my, all my training I've had to seen, do with making them I've well. I've seen killed, and I've killed a few very cute animals. And I mean, if, if it comes to that and I have to do it, I'll do it. But of course, it will, it will bring down my meat intake a lot because I'm not going to go out every day to kill an animal to eat, but... All right, yeah, I'll do it. You just kill a big enough animal to last you like a month. Also that. Right. I've got one last question to ask, and then we are done with the podcast for this weekend. All right. And our last question is, would you rather be president, the Pope, or whoever is in charge of North Korea? The Pope. The Pope. Would you rather be? Are you kidding me? The Pope has way more fucking leverage than anybody. Yeah. 
I I would not want to be the Pope. I would not want to be the top guy in that particular profession. I don't I, see. That's the thing, though. If you're the Pope, you can make a fucking difference. If you're the Pope, you can make all the changes and get rid of all the fucking people who are ruining the name of Catholicism. I, f- I well, fear that. Well, he he does have an army of pedophiles protecting him. I fear that. Let, let's be entirely honest with what the Pope honestly is. I fear that there are people that pull the Pope's strings. That if if truly so was that. Same thing with our president, same thing with most politicians. I feel like the Pope can truly make a difference if he chooses to make a difference. However, I believe that he bends to the will of other people that are under him. Well, yeah. Making the difference never benefits everybody. There's going to be some people, and it's usually the people that have the power to tell them, no, you're not going to do that. That it doesn't benefit. I wouldn't want to be the president right now at all. Uh, mainly because of the fact that uh, anybody that has to pick up after, uh, you know, the the sweet potato Hitler there, he's uh, he's definitely going to have Jesus. his work cut out for him. <laughs> uh, Cheeto Jesus. Cheeto Jesus. Uh, however, I, I think I'm going to have to go with the leader of North Korea. Because I would open that bitch right back up. I, I, I would, If I could take yeah. over in North Korea, I, w- I would give the power back to the people and be done. I, I'd be done with whatever he's doing. There will be... The, I, I can't imagine if our country being closed out for so long. There's no really in and out international trade with many, if any, countries. There's got to be an infinity of resources that will help the rest of the world. A lot. Yeah. Locked up in there under Kim Jong Paul's. Uh, yeah, he's a... He's a special sort of fella. I don't know how to feel about him. But I mean, he's, the kind, of, him. he's the kind of guy that would, would would kill a family member just to keep things quiet, too. Yeah, you know? Trump likes him. My only worry is that becoming the leader of North Korea, there would be certain powers that would want to take you out real quick. Well, yeah. My only concern with that will be... Le- being the leader of anywhere is going to put you in the spotlight for... Fucking people who want to take you out. Assassinations, stuff like yeah. that. Because not everybody's going to agree. The only thing will be is having such a dictatorship for so long, they wouldn't know how to deal with a decent human being being in charge. They'd be confused. No, You'd think that they're uh, experiencing sort of like a... What do they call that? Is it, it's not Munchausen. What is it? Uh... What is that syndrome where you where you sympathize with your captor? Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm syndrome. So you think it's sort of a mass Stockholm syndrome, where everybody wouldn't know what to do with themselves if they were released from his particular kind of shit. Yeah, I can agree with you on that. All right. Well, I think uh, we've wound down this particular podcast for the day. So. Uh, for myself and the folks over here, uh, towns across the way. <laughs> uh, we're hoping we'll get off punishment soon. Get off punishment? Yeah, we're <laughs> on punishment now. Can yeah. I come into the out now? Right? Yeah. 
I'm, I'm a little tired of being stuck at home like this. I, I'd like to invite you guys over and do this shit face-to-face like we were. Right. It gets yeah. a little little exhausting having to sit in our own little worlds. Uh, my walk, my daily so walk done. is literally from my house to my backyard. That's it. I love my own little world. And just being at home is, is crazy sometimes. Yeah. It will get to anybody. And I go out and jog every morning. But we will go ahead and we can approach uh, how we're feeling about our, our locked-in status uh, on uh, Wednesday's uh, Tea Time with Honey with Miss B. We will be doing that with her. Woo! Uh, so for, for myself and the, 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 the folks over here, I'm going to go ahead and say goodbye from Cinematic Anarchy and thank you for listening again. Au revoir. And uh, Bye-bye. stay fucking sane, people. Stay sane. Please. Or if you're going to be insane, at least be entertaining. <laughs> <laughs>